Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's not an overnight journey. It takes time to get to that state of feeling like, Okay, now I'm clean, like I'm clean from inside. I don't feel there's not like uh, all of these things inside aren't happening anymore. So I feel at peace and I feel at ease. And that takes a long time, but the journey is so worth it because you start to release self-limiting patterns. Welcome to the Liberated Healer podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your host, Gina, offering wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hi, everybody. This is Gina Cavalier in this Liberated Healer podcast. And today I have the lovely Parmsa on. Hi. Hi, Gina. And you're coming from where tonight? To this morning? Right now. I am <laughs> right now. I'm in Bangalore, India. Oh. Wonderful. So um, you you really are deeply into the healing wonders of yoga. So we're going to get into that. But why don't we just tell a little bit about your story and your journey and how you got here? Absolutely. So my journey started off the same as everyone else's. I would say I went to university. I was this normal girl. I went to work afterwards. I mean, I traveled for a year, but I went to work and that's kind of where this uh, discontentment started. I don't know if I would call it exactly that. It was a little bit more than that. It was kind of like searching for purpose. It was like, okay, why am I here? Like, why am I really here? What am I doing with my life? Like, what is the purpose of all of this? So I had all of these really, really deep existential questions. And I remember searching high and low, east and west, trying to find the answers to these and just, I think really answer those questions for me right like you can't just google like why am i here <laughs> like that's not something that's going to give you the right the answers that you're seeking at least and so i had this intense conflict inside me and i would kind of say like this is kind of like a turning point for me because this conflict was like okay like i'm meant to do more than just eat sleep work and repeat and then the other side was like, okay, well, Parm, you have to be practical. You need money to survive and you need all these things. And, you know, you can't live without this. You have to do something. And so I kind of stay, I didn't make a decision. I was kind of in that decision zone. Like, hey, do I go this way or do I go that way? And I was like, let me just stay in the middle where I don't have to make a decision. But eventually I had to make a decision. I had to make a commitment to, to this path or the other path. And 
finally, you know, having traveled, I mentioned that I did travel for a year without a plan. And so having traveled and having known that, you know, not having a plan can sometimes bring the most beautiful results. I decided to quit my job and I left that life behind me. I wasn't just quitting a job, I was quitting a lifestyle. And so I left that behind me and in its place in that vacuum that formed, I started practicing yoga. So yoga wasn't something that was really new to me. I had practiced on and off during my university years. And I remember seeing it through my travels. It just kind of popped up everywhere. And finally, I was like, you know, there's something about this practice that makes me feel at peace. It makes me feel at ease. It makes me feel like I didn't just throw away, you know, this like <laughs> thrown away my livelihood. Yeah. And so I decided to practice every single day and I made a commitment to myself that before I start my day and start giving to other people, I'm going to give to myself by practicing yoga. And so that commitment really led me down this road of spirituality and discovery. And you know, I had no idea what yoga really was, but going down this path, like it snowballed and snowballed and turned into so much more. I started meditation and been an enlightened master. I lived at an ashram. Lo and behold, here a couple of years later, I am in India, the home of spirituality. And so you can say that, you can see that it has created such a massive change and impact in my life. And actually Parm's yoga is, is, is kind of the culmination of this journey. Like I have received so much from this practice that I just feel like I need to give this back. Like it's like this beautiful, wonderful secret hidden in plain sight. And I was like... I need to show people that this is something else entirely and this has the power to change your life. So yeah, a little bit about me. That's, um, can I ask about what age range you are? Because you look kind of young and you mentioned in one of your um, things that I was reading that you work a lot with millennials. Yeah, so I would actually classify myself as a millennial. I am, I am like, I'm in my late 20s. Because I think that that's really interesting because I, I feel from what I'm hearing, you know, a lot of people are struggling with their life path, right? So, you know, hey, I, you know, I, I want to do this job, you know, it, it doesn't, it just brings me in money and then they get lost in it and they don't know how to do the baby steps towards what is going to give them fulfillment. And so that's really scary, right? And so you've done that. And that, and you've got this great website. You're you're talking to people every day about something that, you know, versus you had the job. So you've had both experiences, right? So, you know, I I'm really interested in that inspiration, that drive to get you to your life purpose. A little bit I know you touched base on it, but just a little bit more because I think that is also something that's gonna speak to people. Just kind of like because it's scary, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is terrifying. It is so terrifying. And to touch on that drive, like, I don't know, you know, inspiration is a very like positive word. But in those moments, what I was feeling wasn't positive at all. It wasn't like, oh, let me quit my job and do this. It was more like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? It was this realization that so let me let me go a little bit more into detail. So the reason that that deadline, I mentioned that I kind of stayed in this decision zone without making a real decision for a while. And the reason that I felt like I had to was because my boss was asking for more of a commitment. He said, well, you know, you said you would move into town and blah, blah, blah. And like, he gave me a little bit of a raise. And then I had another opportunity um, 
another job that would have doubled my salary. And so I sat there thinking, and so I had a real decision to make at that point. I was like, okay, so do I move cities and, you know, take that other job? Do I move here and stay in this job or do I do something entirely different? And I really had to sit with it and think. And I remember in my mind, it was just like a, oh my, it was like a hell no. It was like, you know, that little raise that my boss had given me made me realize that, okay, more money is not the answer. You know, more money is not going to make me feel happy. It's not going to change my internal state. And so looking down the road 10 years, I was like, okay, well, either I stay here or I go there. Like this feeling inside me is not going to change. I'm always going to feel like there's more out there for me. I'm always going to feel like I'm giving myself the short end of the stick. And I'm always going to be angry at myself for not having the courage to make the change. So it was more a decision out of desperation. It was like, you know, you type this email, close your eyes and hit send. Like, that's the kind of thing it was. Like, that's how I sent it, my resignation letter. And, and then I, you know, I was reaching the end of my lease as well. And I was like, okay, well, I have to do that anyway. So I decided to go back home. Um, to kind of cover those expenses and all of that. So it was a big decision, and it was scary. So for anyone who's in this situation, like, I feel you. I have been there. It is freaking terrifying because one is like, okay, you're either sentencing yourself to, like, feeling this way for the rest of your life, and the other option is it's, like, void. Like, you just don't know what's there. And so, like, both options are scary. For me, the deciding factor, sorry. For me, the deciding factor was, like, okay, with this road, I know that I'm for sure going to be miserable. In this road, there's a possibility that something could come out of it. And, uh, you know, and I think employers know that. So they'll do the little, they put you on a pedestal and they'll be like, you're going to get benefits and maybe you're going to make this one day and then maybe you'll be running this one day. And they kind of know that, that you have options. So they're trying to like conflict your mind and kind of a little bit you know, dragging you down the way that you really don't want to go. And um, I've had that off and on my whole life. Um, just people would come up to with projects and it happened to me recently too. And everything screamed no on this project. But my my mind that says, well, you can get some money, you'll meet some people or whatever it was. And it turned out really bad. So um, that internal instinct is just usually so right, you know, um, Thank God I'm back on my path as well. Um, so then you, at Parmes Yoga, what kind of services do you have? So I have coaching. I have one-on-one coaching services. I have online courses. One of the main things that I specialize in is taking people through that journey. So the journey from being in that decision space of like, okay, do I go left or do I go right? Is it red pill or blue pill? Uh, to the place where they really want to be. And the benefit with this course, like I'm so proud of this course, is that, you know, I quit my job to get to where I am. But benefit of doing it in this way is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to go through the uncertainty of being unemployed and not knowing like, okay, like what comes next? Like, am I going to be employed? Am I going to do this? Am I going to have any money? Am I going to be able to do all the things that I want? So you can go through this journey, this transformation you mentioned, you know, taking those baby steps towards where you want to be. You can do that with not only uncertainty and fear and doubt and regret if I'm going to be honest with you all of those emotions were there so 
that's one of the things that I specialize in. And I'm actually creating a new membership. So for people who are at any stage of this journey, whether you just want your life to be better or you want to actually have this transformation, you know, this membership is going to be a container for you to like network and, you know, go through your own journey. I know that you can work with anybody of any age, of course, but I like that you kind of, because you're young, that you could focus on maybe some millennials because you're yourself as a millennial. So now you can really kind of like understand, you know, you grew up with similar, you know, ideation around also like social media and distractions and, you know, um, maybe something that I might not be able to completely understand. So I kind of like that you're, you're having, could have a little bit of focus in that as somebody has, you know, millennials in their life that need extra help. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, everything you said is spot on. Yeah. So, and then let's take us down a little bit of the uh, healing magic of yoga, other than, like you said, you know, it's not just this, you know, ancient stretching, like the healing aspect of yoga. Like, what is it taught you? So yoga is, yoga is this beautiful, deep science. It is this ocean of wisdom. And, you know, the real purpose of yoga is to bring you inner freedom and inner peace. And obviously the road to inner peace, if any of you have watched Kung Fu Panda, it's not like an overnight thing, right? It's not like you go to one yoga class and you're just like, oh my God, I'm enlightened. Like it takes a little bit of time. It takes some practice, discipline, experience. Honestly, ever since I started, like that was the turning point for me. I can pinpoint in my life that day when I committed to my practice, that is when everything changed. And so the secret of yoga is that it really works with the mind, right? It's sure, you know, on the on the outside, you're working with your body, but the body and mind are so deeply connected that when you're releasing stresses from your body, you're releasing those stresses from your mind as well and your consciousness. So you know, yoga philosophy will tell you so much about like, you know, the layers of existence and who you are and, and like where and let us say why you're here. But then you're gonna ask me, tell me more. And that's like a whole philosophical journey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have time to explore, but really it has answered like all these philosophical questions and that inner freedom that I feel now, I can be in any situation and I'll just be like, Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, I love that. And is there a specific kind of yoga you like to teach? So the yoga that I teach is very intuitive. I wouldn't say that it has the name at all. Like it's just, and actually what I love about yoga is that yoga, when I teach, actually, I feel like I don't really teach. I just go to the class and I show up and everything else happens. So I teach very intuitively. And so based on what people, what my participants need that day, that's what they receive. And um, and then you, okay, so you kind of intuitively teach your class and you teach a breath work and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then, so when you have a one-on-one client, what, how do you, how would you handle that with a, with a yoga? So the yoga is actually a vehicle, right? The yoga is a vehicle to start to uncondition your mind. Most of the time, my one-on-one clients are in the space where I was, right? And then in that space, you have so many things going on. Like your mind is just running nonstop. It feels like you don't get any rest. You're in a really dark place. You're really not communicating with the world. 
a lot of these people, a lot of my clients don't like to be on social. They've isolated themselves just because there's this overwhelming sadness. And so yoga will tell you, the philosophy of yoga will tell you where all of these things are coming from, right? Like it'll, it'll tell you this. It's really the science of consciousness, right? If I'm being a matter of fact, right? So once you start to understand how your consciousness works, you can start to decondition and deprogram these emotions and these habits. You can completely change your life. Like you can start to create more structure. You can have a routine. You cannot feel sad anymore, right? Because that is, again, it's just a tendency of the mind. And once you start to work with the mind through yoga, through breath work, through meditation, you can actually literally completely get rid of that. And I've seen that in my clients. I've seen people coming out of depression. I've seen them turn their lives around. I've seen them gain the confidence to go after the things that they really, really want. You know, it's it's like, it should be illegal. Like how <laughs> hidden this practice, this practice is. They're just, they're just insane. Oh my gosh, you're so adorable. I, just, <laughs> um, I love science of consciousness. And the other thing is that, you know, um, as you start to do it a little more, you, you find that you can, you can do things that you couldn't do a week before. You can see okay. progress, you know, or just in the way that your body is moving and things like that. Okay. I also like that you said um, that you can't feel sad in it, which I think is also very interesting. I really haven't heard that. I mean, it's an obvious thing, but you, it is like, hmm, I guess you really, it's hard to taste feel sad when you're in the middle of yoga right or or would it just like maybe push it out like if you start and you've kind of had something sad going on in your life obviously you know you have a trigger or something that a trauma that's happened in your life and you go to yoga if you get yourself to yoga you're going to feel better afterwards even though it was you know right so i guess we're going to go a little bit into the philosophy (laughs) To answer your question, um, so in yoga philosophy, they say that all of the external things that happen in your world, they trigger emotions and sensations and things that already exist inside of you. And so it's not like, you know, um, mm. something terrible happens outside and that creates, that makes you feel sad. No, it's just bringing up the sadness that is already inside of you. And so when you start to practice yoga, you start to allow that sadness let's call it like um let's say if you have a piece of paper and it's all wrinkled up right and you start to smooth out those wrinkles and that sadness will actually start to leave your system so one of the ancient definitions of yoga is to get rid of sorrow from the bud so to nip sorrow in the bud right so when you get rid of it from the root like that then it never comes up again right and of course saying something like that is a huge thing to say and i'm not and i'm i'm going to be Really honest with you, it's not an overnight journey. Yeah. It takes time to get to that state of feeling like, okay, now I'm clean, like I'm clean from inside. I don't feel there's not like uh, all of these things inside aren't happening anymore. So I feel at peace and I feel at ease. And that takes a long time, but the journey is so worth it because you start to release self-limiting patterns. You start to, you know, come out, you start to grow out of your comfort zone. And who you are as a person grows and changes so much. And there is so much to understand here and it's so beautiful. Like it answers so many questions. And another thing is uh, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about chakras and Kundalini and, you know, all of that. So looking at it from that perspective, 
if you have your spinal cord and then your chakras are along the spine, when you feel, excuse me, negative emotions, when you feel sadness, it's just that your energy is low. If you can raise your energy, there you go, right? It's gone. And so by consistently doing that, you start to move that energy and start to really get it out of your system. That's a little bit about how it works. Yeah. I like to nip the sorrow in the butt. That's really cool. Very powerful. um, The thing is is that anybody can do it. So say if someone is chair-bound or wheelchair-bound or have other, you know, um, you know, things that they're working on, you can kind of do it for it's for everybody type thing, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, and so, so there's not a certain, what about like Hatha yoga or like you said, you just do a fluid thing. I mean, is there a, a do you do a mixture of like Kundalini Hatha or, um, other things or, so, so I don't really know how to answer that question. Um, I've never really put a label on it. To be honest, when I started practicing, the way that my journey progressed with just the yoga part is I initially started going to classes, right? Because I needed to learn kind of the ropes and how it works. So I started going to classes and eventually I felt like these classes can't take me any further than they've already taken me. Okay. And at that stage, that's when I was like, okay, let me start my own practice. And I kind of just started moving and exploring on my own. And then from there, I could start to feel like, okay, my body needs this and it needs that. And so now I can feel that kind of intuitively in other people, like, okay, we need to move in this way to get rid of that blockage that's in that spot. And then, you know, from there, I did a yoga teacher training, which also was very like intuitive, right? Very intuitive, your own body and the bodies of others, the energies of others. And that's kind of how that works. So I I wouldn't put a label on it at all. That's okay. But I like that I'm understanding it more, which is why I'm asking these questions. Because like, you're just, you're looking at the person and you're seeing what they need to to move whatever is. uh, Even a group, which is pretty cool. So you're using all this. Because what your whole philosophy is that you're trying to release the attachments of pain and sorrow and misery and all that stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. And then you have breath work, um, regain control of your mind and emotions, meditation, find stillness and space in a noisy world, wisdom, strengthen your intuition with ancient wisdom. And I love all that. And is there anything else you would like to add up today or even a blessing or a breath work meditation? Or would you like to walk us through anything? Uh, we can do a little bit of breath work if you'd like. That sure. is always wonderful. I love that. <laughs> so this is one of my favorite techniques. It is very calming and it's suitable for everyone. What I do recommend is that you should practice on a full stomach. Um, that's yoga or breath work or anything. Uh, <laughs> or like a, yeah, you shouldn't practice on a full stomach, like right after eating it's not the best time. So we can what we can do some of that. And then if you do have a full stomach, you can just pause and come back maybe an hour later and then sure. do this. So sit easily and comfortably. You can sit cross-legged or if you're sitting on a chair, feet are flat on the floor, parallel to each other. Take a deep breath in. And exhale from the mouth. 
another deep breath in. Then out from the mouth. On your next inhale, place the right hand on the belly. Breathe into just the belly. As you inhale, expand the belly in all directions. Making it as large as you can. Exhale, pull the belly in toward the spine and empty the lungs. Inhale, continue. Observing the motion of the breath, the motion of your belly. Allowing your hips to settle. And relax. Inhale. Exhale. Continue at your own pace. Just observing the movement of the breath. And observing how the belly is moving perfectly into with the breath. On your next inhale, place the left hand on the chest. And this time, breathe into just the chest. Inhale, expand the chest in all directions. And exhale, contract. Give your heart a little squeeze. Inhale, and continue at your own pace. If the mind wanders, just bring it gently back to the breath without judgment. Again, observe the motion of the body, with the breath. Listen to the sound of your breath. Allowing the breath to fill your lungs completely. A few more breaths. Allow your shoulders to relax. Allow the hips to relax. And on your next inhale, we'll combine the two for full yogic breaths. <clears throat> inhale, fill the belly, fill the lungs. All the way up to the collarbone. And exhale, pull the belly in toward the spine. And allow the lungs to empty all on their own. Inhale. Down to the belly, fill the lungs, expand the chest, raise the collarbone. 
And exhale, pull the belly in toward the spine. Empty the left. Continue. We'll do a few more breaths here. And at the end of your next exhale, you can relax the hands, relax the breath. Keep the eyes closed for a moment and just observe. Observe the state of your mind. Observe your body. Observe the relaxation and the ease and the peace. Deep breath in. And out, become aware of your body, your surroundings. Inhale. And as you exhale, you can slowly open your eyes. Hmm? How are you feeling? That was lovely. Thank you. Well, is there anything you'd like to leave on a little bit extra today or... I would like to share that if anyone would like to continue with this to learn more, I do have some free resources on my website. I am launching a new membership. I do have coaching spaces currently open. So you know where to find me, parmsyoga.com or at parmsyoga on Instagram. The free resource I mentioned, if you want to actually continue this, it combines this breathwork that we just did with a really with a short meditation so all together it's about 15 to 20 minutes and i can send you a link gina to kind of throw into the we definitely wish here for sure yeah and, and uh yeah you're so lovely and thank you for listening and supporting and um wanting to come on and you're just like a breath of fresh air and we're so excited that you got into yoga and you left that other stuff behind and um, you're out here really helping people transform and show them what has transformed your life and giving people hope. And um, thank you so much. And this has been Gina uh, Cavalier at the Liberated Healer. And uh, thank you so much. Bye for yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find us online at theliberatedhealer.com on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast, or on Facebook at The Liberated Healer. Give us a follow, subscribe, send us a message if you so feel, and thank you for your support. Oh, yes. Yeah.